Hello everyone, welcome to Jay-Z and the Amazing Technicolor Podcast. This is episode 18, and as always, I'm your host, Jeremy Zerby. I say it every week, but thank you to every single one of you for all of your support. Whether you're sharing the podcast, listening, or contributing financially, it is all greatly appreciated. We have some big things in store for the future, and I can't wait to get it all put together and share it with you. So stay tuned, you won't want to miss it. The news this week has been very bad for the LGBTQ community. Again, it just keeps happening. And we have to talk about it. We have to keep talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But we need to start there. This week, Tennessee became the first state to ban drag shows in, quote, public spaces. At the same time, the governor also signed a bill banning gender-affirming care for youth. The Iowa legislature has proposed a bill that would ban same-sex marriage in the state. This, this is also a very scary time to be a child in the United States. Over the past few months, companies have been slapped with fines and punishments for violating child labor laws. One company that works with meat processing plants was hit with $1.5 million in penalties for having over 100 children between the ages of 13 and 17 working for them, cleaning, for example, head splitters and brisket saws. Earlier in February, Iowa's legislature brought up a bill that would roll back child labor laws, allowing minors to work in industries like demolition. And, and the bill would also shield employers from liability if the kids are injured or killed on the job. All of this is coming after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and states have sought to outlaw or severely restrict access to abortion. Y- you would think that with the potential for a lot more babies, that states would be making moves to strengthen protections for children. And yet, it would seem that we are moving in the opposite direction. I've brought it up before, and I wrote a series of posts over at the blog focusing on what we owe our children. They detailed the ways we are culturally undermining their safety and security and their chances at growing up to live happy and fulfilled lives. I want to give voice to that idea today. We owe our kids so much more than this. We owe them a much better world than this. And the fact that the people in charge are not interested in making the world better for our children should bother us. Or at least it should bother us more than it does. Here's another one. A girl in Texas overheard a boy in her gym class say to another kid, don't come to school tomorrow. It bothered her all day. And after school, she was feeling rather scared about it. So she told her friends in a group chat about it, and they told her she should talk to someone if she was scared. So she told her mom, and they reached out to the school about what she had heard and what her concerns were. 
the school investigated and determined that there was no actual threat and everything was fine. Relieved, she went to school the next day, and during one of her classes, she was called down to the office and was expelled for making a false claim about school safety. She was given a suspension from school and then told she had to go to an alternative school for the remainder of her eighth grade year. This is the world we are bringing our children up in. A world that isn't interested in protecting them. A world that doesn't have their best interests in mind. We owe our kids so much better than this. Donald Trump said this week at one of his rallies that he aims to get rid of the Department of Education if he's reelected. This same sentiment has been echoed by Marjorie Taylor Greene and seems to be the feelings of Republican presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis. Though I'd better be careful talking about him because a bill has been proposed in Florida that would require bloggers who talk about him or anyone else in the state legislature to register with the government. We owe our kids so much better than this. Nothing that is happening in the country right now is making things better for our nation's children. In fact, a lot of what we are seeing, especially with the laws being proposed targeting the LGBTQ community, are undermining the best interests of our children, even though they're framed as if they are protecting them. These laws and proposals, in a lot of ways, undermine not only what would be best for children, but also a parent's rights with regards to their own children. Let's look at Tennessee law banning drag as our example. And let's pretend the law was not one banning drag, but one that restricted access to R-rated movies. It became illegal for R-rated movies to be shown in a space where a minor child under 18 could potentially be exposed to it. That would mean that an R-rated movie wouldn't even be allowed to be shown in a regular theater because the door could open and a kid could potentially see something. This is the legitimate concern of bartenders in Tennessee with regards to the drag ban. A kid could be walking by and see something through a window or an opening in a closing door and say something and the result be arrests because the drag show was happening in a public space. And the law in Iowa seeking to ban same-sex marriage fits into a similar concern. To continue the R-rated movie analogy, we look at that kind of thing and say it's silly. That, that isn't how the law would be applied. We say that can't happen and won't happen. When the decision to overturn Roe leaked, people said they won't do that. That can't happen. They wouldn't overturn precedent. But they did. And Clarence Thomas said that under the new precedent set by the overturning of Roe, we would need to go back and rethink Supreme Court decisions like Obergefell. And here comes Iowa proposing legislation that does exactly that. Yes, the law would have no standing thanks to the protections passed in the Respect for Marriage Act. But its passage would open the door for a case going to the Supreme Court to question the Obergefell decision that legalized same-sex marriage in the first place.
They're coming after it. Don't say it can't happen, because it is actively happening. We owe our children a much better world than this. We owe our children a world with more freedom, not less. We owe our children a world where they are free to express themselves however they want, as long as it isn't hurting anyone. What if, what if we put as much effort into protecting our kids from guns, which is an actual threat to their lives, as we've been putting into protecting them from drag shows or exposure to the trans community, which are not threats at all? Kids aren't dying because they see someone with a wiener wearing a dress. But they are dying because people have ready access to military-style firearms. The focus on the LGBTQ community shows that the very people claiming to be pro-life or pro-family are not actually concerned with life or the family at all. They're concerned with something else. Something entirely different. Our children deserve to be raised in a much better world than this. But do we care? I mean, really care. At CPAC this week, that's the Conservative Political Action Conference, Michael Knowles called for the eradication of the transgender community. There's a link in the show description to a video where you can hear him actually talk about this. And with so many of these laws that are being brought forward, being directed at our children, they're seeking the eradication of some of your children as well. You might even be supportive of these anti-trans laws. But are you okay with your child being a part of the extermination? If you care about your children, if you care about the children of this country, then you shouldn't be okay with the direction this is all going. As a parent, you should be fighting for your child's rights. You should be defending your child from real threats and not manufactured ones. Because as a culture, we are clearly not. And we owe our kids so much better than that.